As an amateur, no one's going to prevent you from competing at an NPC show if you ran across the street last weekend and did an OCB show. Again, it depends on amateur versus pro. Is bodybuilding about selfies, steroids, magazines, and muscles? How do I become a successful pro bodybuilder or fitness competitor? Where do I even start if I'm new? And the biggest question of all, what are the judges looking for anyway? Even today with the internet, many people first discover bodybuilding by word of mouth. A lack of regulation has caused a boom of unqualified coaches, scattered info, biased advice, dangerous protocols, and posing trends that are a hot mess. After 20 years in the business, I have seen it all. Week after week, I'm going to talk about taboo topics that get swept under the rug, provide you tips and strategies to gain a competitive edge and stand out on stage in any division or federation. I'm going to answer all the burning industry questions without the bias. I have competed across six federations, earned pro status in three, and judged in two. I've coached posing and choreography for men and women in all federations and divisions. I know just how much competing means to you. I'm your host, Michelle Welcome, and you are listening to the Everything Else in Bodybuilding podcast. Be sure to download your free guide, Five Things Every Bodybuilder and Fitness Competitor Needs to Know Before Your Next Show at eeinbb.com. That's www.eeinbb.com. Welcome back to the show, guys. I hope you've been enjoying listening to the men's perspective on bodybuilding and fitness with the addition of my new weekly discussion episodes with my husband, Vasilios, hosting with me. He and I, you guys will be back later this week with another episode. We also record these live every week in the Everything Else in Bodybuilding Podcast Insiders Facebook group in case you want to watch these episodes and participate in the discussion in real time with us. But today, it's just me here sharing some of my thoughts on a topic that I think is very important for those who wish to compete in more than one federation. Over the years, the bodybuilding industry has changed a lot, and more and more federations have popped up, giving people new opportunities to compete in their local area. There are also the federations that have grown into empires with a large pool of participants and a large number of shows around the country and the world. With this many organizations and opportunities to compete, I've had many people ask me, what are the rules on changing federations? I've mentioned it before that many coaches will align with a particular federation and only coach athletes for shows within that federation. Some coaches will only coach athletes for drug tested federations because of their strong belief in natural bodybuilding. Some coaches will only coach for NPC because they believe that their federation is the only one of value in the bodybuilding industry. I did hear somebody say that. And some really just don't care where you compete, and they're going to coach you anywhere you wish to go. But you can see that there's so many polar opposite opinions about where to compete, where you should compete, all that. So I can see that there's a confusion on can you even cross over. And this is relevant for posing coaches, too. Many stay in their lane, and they coach for the division they competed in themselves. Some They're only going to coach for the federation they competed in. They're, there's nothing wrong with specializing in one area. For example, when I was searching for an orthopedic for an injury... I had to weed through the orthopedics on the office roster to find a doctor that worked on the area of the body I needed help with. Just like in bodybuilding, there are specialists within specialists. This is very common. I do consider what I personally do uncommon because my specialty is posing for all bodybuilding federations and all men and women divisions. I work with hundreds of athletes a year, and this year alone, I've taught posing for athletes in over 10 federations. My current roster includes men and women bodybuilders, classic physique, 
wellness competitors, figure, bikini, men's physique, women's physique, fit body, glamour, the list goes on. In any given day, I will switch between all divisions by the hour. And my virtual group classes, they're going to include anywhere between three to five divisions in one hour class. Yes, in one of my classes, I will teach, manage, and provide value to men and women in five divisions at once. Wonder how I provide value to so many? Well, you just have to come and see yourself. Right now, in one of my classes that has five divisions, most of these students have been in these classes for nine months. Those who leave, they tend to come back, and many tell their friends and teammates about the classes. So my specialty is very specific in that it's posing for all of bodybuilding, but it is much broader than what you're going to find anywhere else. And the reason I say all of this, not to impress you, but I say all of this, well, maybe just a little. All right, I'm just kidding. Anyways, not really. The reason I say all of this is because my experience means that I know all the different nuances among the federations. I have to in order to switch hats and to teach one division but then change to the other division, to teach one federation and change to the other federation, I have to know all the different nuances. And today, I'm going to share my thoughts on some do's and don'ts and spoken and unspoken rules when switching between federations. Let me first say that there are two very different paths you can take in bodybuilding. One path over here, drug-tested federations like OCB, WNBF, INBA, PNBA, MuscleMania, Fitness Universe, USBF, and so on. And over here, the other path is the non-drug-tested federations like NPC, IFBB, and the WBFF, for examples. Some people, they're surprised to hear that WBFF is not drug-tested. It is, in fact, not drug-tested. By the way, just because you compete in a drug-tested federation doesn't mean everyone's honest. There have been many people caught using banned substances in drug-tested federations. The IMBA, PNBA, they even have a wall of shame where they're going to put your picture on the website, you guys. Make sure everyone knows that you're banned from their federation for lying about drug use. And just because you compete in non-drug-tested federations doesn't mean you're on drugs. I've competed in one shows and in the NPC and competed on the WBFF Pro World stage too. I'm 100% natural. You can absolutely compete in these federations if you're drug-free. I think the biggest issue today with people coming into the sport is that these non-drug-tested federations, they have a different interpretation of acceptable amount of muscle. So it's not that you can't compete there. It's a question on whether you will be competitive when you compete there. And this is the one reason people switch between federations. If you look at the amount of muscle on the figure, women's physique, classic, wellness, open bodybuilding in the IFBB, which, which is where you compete when you get your pro card in the NPC, for those who don't know, and you compare those divisions, those physiques in those divisions, to the amount of muscle in a federation like the OCB, for example, you're going to see there's a very dramatic difference in overall size and hardness of the muscles. I think it's safe, and this is my personal opinion, that if you are a pro in any of these divisions in the IFBB, you are on a completely different path than the OCB. Nothing wrong with that. In my opinion, you cannot build the amount of size that these people carry without drugs, though. Unless you're that 1% of the population, like five-time figure Olympia champion Sydney Gillen, she claims to be natural. She's vocal about it. She says, I'm a natural athlete. So maybe some people can. Which leads me to the bikini and men's physique categories. Now, these categories, they were introduced to bodybuilding as a more entry-level division for those who are new to the sport and don't have the years of training and muscle building behind them to be competitive in the other categories. Originally, the descriptions of these categories even said beach body. They wanted that beach body look, cover of a magazine type of thing. Now, adding these categories was the boost that the bodybuilding promoters needed because it did dramatically increase the amount of people capable of competing in shows, which 
increased registrants and audience attendance. And this goes across the board for all bodybuilding federations. The beauty of these divisions, again, bikini and men's physique, is that it's made it possible for people from all walks of life, all ages, to have an incredible physical transformation and compete in a show as a way to showcase it. In fact, the largest growing age group reaching out to me for posing assistance are men and women over 50 and over 60. It's a beautiful thing to hear their stories and how many of them, they always wanted to compete, but things never aligned in life until now. How awesome is that? So where do they go? Where do they compete? NPC non-drug-tested shows? Drug-tested? A lot of them compete in both. Because from a physique and acceptable level of muscle standpoint, as an amateur, and let me be clear, this is as an amateur, there are much more people capable of being competitive in either drug-tested or non-drug-tested federations on the local and national level. Once you get to the pro level with the non-drug-tested federations, it's a different conversation because the level of muscle and leanness is on another level. But locally, as an amateur, you can absolutely do well in either federation if you are a bikini or men's physique competitor. I've actually had some figure competitors go over to the NPC and do very well, even though they're drug-free, natural competitors. So it's possible on local stages to do very well. Many new to competing look to see what shows are offered in their local area. With NPC being a very large federation, they have thousands of shows around the country. Not every drug-tested federation has competitions in every state like the NPC does. In fact, many drug-tested federations have a presence in a specific region of the country. So if you're in a state that doesn't have shows offered, especially if you're new, you're not likely to want to pay for airfare, car rental, an additional hotel time, truck your family along just because you want to do your first show. So most people, they'll compete locally at first. Which brings me to the rules on switching federations. Many new people to bodybuilding, they compete and win their pro status very quickly in the non-drug-tested federations, but for various reasons, they want to compete with other organizations besides the one they are a pro with. These reasons, they range from wanting more stage time, which is always a great idea in my opinion, not feeling like they're ready to compete with the pros yet. They won their show, but maybe there was only a few people there that they were able to get the pro card, but now going up against the pros, they're not comfortable that they're ready for that. And many competitors in the master's categories, which are those who are a specific age group, so it's a pro card for those in a category over a certain age, those people who get those pro cards, they're disappointed to see the number of shows offered to master's-only competitors that it's very limited and they want to compete more. And NPC has the numbers. So people tend to switch over because they want more show and more stage time opportunities. Even if there's federations that allow you as a master's pro to compete in the open, a lot of the master's competitors don't want to be 60 years old standing against a 40-year-old. So there's other opportunities for them that they would prefer to do. But can you do this? Well, overall, as an amateur, you can do whatever you want. And I encourage you to get on stage more than once for more experience. Plus, you guys, you worked really hard to get on stage for your show. Why wouldn't you want to do more than one show after all that work? The day goes by so fast. However. However, once you get a pro card, the rules as a professional in each organization are different, and you have to read the fine print, or feel free to reach out and ask me, or ask in our podcast insiders group. But in general, if you get a pro card in the NPC and you become an IFBB pro, you are discouraged from competing elsewhere. You actually sign contracts when competing too, and the IFBB is very restrictive. In fact, I have judged for four federations in the bodybuilding industry. 
a couple years ago, I reached out to the NPC district chairman in my region, and I offered to judge the local NPC shows in my area. I was asked to provide a resume, so I did. I described my experience as both a head judge and a panel judge for multiple organizations for 10 years, a champion competitor in the NPC, my decades of experience, and so on. The response I received was pretty black or white. I was told that if I wanted to judge for the NPC, that I can no longer judge for any other federation. This is just judging, you guys. You don't make a living judging. In fact, you get paid pretty much just gas money when you judge a show. You're a judge because you love the sport and you want to give back to it, which was my intent. So needless to say, I decided not to judge for the NPC and to instead give back to NPC competitors by continuing to help with their posing and choreography with the business that I own and operate full-time and make my living with, not gas money. I am proud of being versatile in the bodybuilding industry, and I love that in the past year alone, I judged the Fitness America and Muscle Mania weekend in Hollywood last November. I had judged for the WNBF Pro-Am show in New York, and I judged multiple Pro-Am shows for the OCB too. This is in one year. Not one of these three federations ever asked me to not judge anywhere else. It didn't even come up. In fact, I have the honor of doing the official OCB virtual posing clinics every single month. Marjorie and Sully, who are two of the owners, they both thank me for doing them all the time and tell me how much they appreciate what I'm doing for their athletes. Imagine, what a perspective. They say to me that they appreciate me. They feel that what I do is a service to their athletes and they know I teach and judge for other federations. In addition, ding, 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 kind of an announcement right here. I am about to launch official virtual posing clinics for the fitness universe in Muscle Mania Organization 2, beginning on October 1st. Now, Fitness Universe is nothing like the OCB organization or the NPC. Competing in OCB and NPC is nothing like Fitness Universe. They are completely different. So they aren't competitors, if you ask me. But regardless, each owner knows I teach across all federations for my full-time job, and they both believe that what I provide their athletes is a great service to them. I do also have NPC virtual posing clinics ongoing monthly again right now. I started them back up, but they are not official. And as you probably guessed, they're not official because I teach for other organizations. They provide the athletes, these clinics provide the athletes in the NPC the exact same in value in education, custom to the NPC Federation though. In fact, one of my previous NPC clinic attendees said she learned more from me in 15 minutes at my virtual posing clinic than she did at an in-person event run by the organization. So if you're thinking of competing in any of these organizations, I highly recommend you start with one of my virtual posing clinics. I have them all listed on my website at learntopose.com. Just got to scroll down to the services section and you'll see each of them listed there. So again, what you can and cannot do once you're a pro or working professionally within an organization depends on the organization. Many competitors fear they will lose their pro card if they compete elsewhere. If you're an IFBB pro, you will be discouraged from competing elsewhere. As an amateur, no one's going to prevent you from competing at an NPC show if you ran across the street last weekend and did an OCB show. Again, it depends on amateur versus pro. Now let's talk pro status in the natural federations. The OCB, they had a rule that if you were an OCB pro and you competed in a non-drug tested federation, you would no longer be eligible to compete as an OCB pro and you'd have to go and get your pro status again. A large number of athletes reached out to the OCB and they voiced their concerns that they wanted to compete locally so they didn't need to fly to compete and there were NPC shows in their area. Last year, the OCB heard the athletes and removed this rule. 
So going forward as an OCB pro athlete, you can compete where you want and not risk losing your pro status. No big announcement on social media. I'm relinquishing my pro status. None of that. A large number of other drug tested federations have actually signed a pact amongst each other and they allow you to compete as a pro in their federation no matter where you received your pro status. To them, a pro is a pro. So if any of those organizations are within that pack, you can get your pro status on one stage and go compete for money on the other. So you're not discouraged at all to compete in other federations. They, they just don't care. They, they're glad you're there. Other federations will discourage you from competing elsewhere, but they don't make a big stink out of it and disallow you from coming back. To them, they prefer you not win a pro show and take money only to just go up and leave and go somewhere else. But it's not a requirement. It's more of like a moral thing. But the three main pro federations that do draw a line in the sand once you become a pro are the IFBB, WBFF, and even the Musclemania Fitness Universe Federation. You do risk your pro status when you leave and compete elsewhere in these three. You will have to requalify for it. But again, this is the pro level where you're now competing on stages and with the exception of Fitness Universe and Musclemania, you're earning money within that organization. Once you start earning money, things change. Up until that point, as an amateur in these organizations, you can pretty much do whatever you want. Some coaches, they'll say you can't cross over, but that's really just their opinion and people being drama. All right, guys, I hope you found this episode helpful. Let me know by commenting, liking, and subscribing to the podcast. Head on over to the Everything Else in Bodybuilding Podcast Insiders group on Facebook and come join us. Come join the conversation. Let us know what topics that you want to hear more about. And by the way, if you're getting ready for a show and you want to learn how to pose and be competitive on stage in your category, I have official virtual posing clinics for the OCB every month. The next one for the OCB is October 7th. And beginning September 30th, I'm starting back up my NPC virtual posing clinics too. And finally, one more big announcement. Once again, on October 1st, I'm going to be hosting my first official Fitness Universe virtual posing clinic. And Fitness Universe is great. It's really great for those interested in trying a federation with a production like a TV show and with divisions that include male and female model. Very fun. A list of all these clinics can be found on my website, learnopose.com, in the services section. So just scroll down there. All right, I'll be back later this week with my husband for our weekly discussion. I'll see you later. Ever wonder if you are posing correctly for your division? Learn to Pose is dedicated to taking out the guesswork on how to pose for all categories in bodybuilding. Learn five ways you can improve your posing skills in five minutes guaranteed at www.learntopose.com. There are free posing tutorials available for the bikini, figure, and men's physique categories. More on the way for other divisions in bodybuilding. It's free, so go access your free posing tutorial for bikini, figure, or men's physique at learntopose.com.